This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome along to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. It's How's That with me, Ed Hawkins, pro cricket picker, joined as ever by John Wright, former odds compiler and pro, pro, pro cricket picker himself. John, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Ed. Are you well? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, we've got a lot to get through on this edition of um, the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. It is an Ashes special, and the Mercury has risen, and the, and the, the series has exploded, really, um, into tumult and controversy, John. Um, we're going to talk all about it. Australia are 2-0 up. Bet Rivers futures prices for you. We're going to be discussing those. We're also going to be discussing third test prices. And at the end of the show, we're going to come up with some best picks for either the series or the third test. We're going to talk teams, pitch reports, everything. All the markets, all the angles for you. So stick around. Uh, John, it's 2-0 Australia. They won at Lords, as they always do. Uh, Australia, but just talk us through what went down. Well, yeah, Australia won the Test match to go 2-0 up in the series. Uh, England had their chances to win the, the Test match like they did the first Test match. Um, especially on the Thursday, the second day, England probably had Australia massively on the back foot when they were 188 for one. And Australia's premier spinner, um, uh, Nathan Lyon, pulled a calf and he was out for the rest of the Test match. So England were very much in the ascendancy, but then some very, very um, reckless shots to the short ball, got Australia back into the game. England England capitulated from 188 for one to 320-odd all out. Australia had a lead of over 100 and set England um, 375, uh, 78 to win the Test match. <coughs> England got themselves into trouble straight away. They were 40 for, th- for four. And then, um, yeah, we had a, a controversial um, decision when... Um, uh, Alex Carey run out um, uh, uh, Johnny Bairstow when everyone thought the ball was dead. Uh, the previous night before, there was a, a, a catch where Mitchell Stark uh, took, uh, uh, caught uh, Ben Duckett on the, ba- on the boundary. Again, it looked like a fair catch, but it was given not out. So there was two controversial decisions. But the bottom line is, Ed, that England have had chances to win both Test matches. But a bit of arrogance in the second one at Lords, like they really had Australia massively on the back foot, played some stupid shots to the short ball, were, were, were sort of like, um, um, they didn't they didn't leave any balls, did they, Ed? They were just sort mm-hmm. of like um, arrogantly, you know, duck it. Um, Pope got caught on the boundary. Root and, and Brooke played ridiculous shots and Australia got back in the game. It, England, I mean, Ben Stokes played an unbelievable knock, didn't he? Getting 150. And it 150. Looked like yeah. Amazing that he gets 150 in that style and England don't win the game. You t- exactly, you're told yeah. England are chasing 378 and Stokes gets 155 yeah. and then you say, well, it's it's England's game. 
Uh, Bet Rivers Futures market for a series winner, England plus 900 now. No side has come back from till near 2 0 down to win an Ashes series since uh, one of the Bradman teams in 1930 odd. Uh, check your history books, but it's only happened once before. Tie plus 900, Australia minus 670. Australia as short as minus 2500 to retain the Ashes um, and plus 900 not to retain. Uh, and retaining the Ashes would mean, of course, defeat for Australia. They only need a draw to retain the Ashes. Uh, John, frustrated with England, two great opportunities. Uh, if they if they win at Lords with Lion out of the series, you say they go on to win the series. Absolutely. Have you lost absolutely. patience with them from a punting perspective? Um, I've lost patience with them a little bit because I think if they'd have you know if they'd have batted the if they'd have played the game as the state of the game, and what I mean is, I mean I'm I'm all listen. If they're going to play this style, this gun ho style. It's great, but I think there's got to be time in the match where you could just play traditional cricket. And I think on Thursday, Australia had the field spread. England by 188 for one. You know, Duckett and Pope were already going at five and over. We had the field was basically on the boundary. Um, Lyon, their premier spin was out of the series. I think England could have, you know, they could have effectively got an innings lead there and won that test match quite convincingly, especially with Lyon not bowling second innings overs. I think that's the frustrating thing for me. I thought England had a strong chance of winning at Lords and they and, and they had chances to win the first test. So I think two, people, some people will say that two new Australia is not really a reflection on the series. I still think England will win a test match. I think they could win at Headingley. They could win at Old Trafford. I just hope it's not dead rubbers, which it probably will be. I, I can see... I still, I still think England will win a couple of Test matches, but you know, I, I don't see it being a draw. So I think three-two is probably a, you know, um, a plausible score, Ed. Yeah, it's just, it's such a shame, isn't it? Because we love a, we love a contest. That's what we want as as um, punters. We want that value. Uh, we want ebb and flow in matches, <laughs> and we're getting it. Mm. Um, we've got an epic series on our hands. However, the irony is that it could be over. In in uh, as quick a time as possible, with three 0 Australia and the series is done and dusted, um, yeah. and and then that's much trickier to bet on, isn't it? When we've got dead rubbers, absolutely, absolutely. And it'd be interesting to see how England select now, because as I say, Jimmy Anderson's played the first two Test matches, and he hasn't really bowled that particularly well. The rumor are the rumor is that he'll miss Headingley as part of the rotation, or you could arguably say he's been dropped. Um, I'd be very surprised if they don't play him at Old Trafford, his home ground in the fourth test. But that could be a dead rubber. And then then you could probably possibly see him retiring, couldn't you, really? Because, I mean, if if the oval test match is a dead rubber, why play Jimmy Anderson in that? So, um, yeah. yeah, interesting interesting to see how England pick the side. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that Anderson is rested because I think he has looked like a 41-year-old man in these last couple of test matches. And that's a terrible thing to say because, you know, he's he's England's best ever, statistically, he's England's best ever seen bowler of all time. And you would like him to retire on his own terms, wouldn't you, Ed? Yeah, I think the issue with Anderson is that he didn't get the pitch he wanted at Edgebaston and at Lords yeah. on day one, overcast conditions. Uh, it's damp, 
it's moist. The ball should be swinging. It's absolutely perfect <clears throat> for him, and he does nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going back to. We're going to talk about <clears throat> Australia's team for Headingley as well. We'll talk about England's team for Headingley as well. Uh, whether Anderson makes England team, whether Australia make changes for their bowlers as well in a second. Uh, coming back to it. Bit of housekeeping though. At Because We Win, give us a follow on Twitter so you can win across all sports. Sort of terrific tennis action on there for you at the moment. Uh, it's really great content going up. Uh, give John a follow at John Wright 15 and myself at Cricket Betting and give us some love on the podcast of your podcast provider of your choice. Please, uh, let's give you some prices for uh, that third test between Australia and England from Headingley, which does start on Thursday. Uh, Headingley, just out of interest, is one of those grounds where everyone assumes that England will do extremely well because it's a reputation for seam and swing. It's got the lowest win-loss ratio for England um, out of all venues apart from Trent Bridge historically. So it's not this home fortress Everyone makes out. Don't fall into that trap. Um, I'm not saying England aren't going to win that game just yet. Uh, England plus one five five with Bet Rivers to win this third test. The draw is plus three fifty. Um, Australia plus one two five. I know what we're going to say about that draw. <laughs> Almost um, as soon as I see that price, John. Uh, but let's come back yeah. to that draw price and try and work out these teams. Um, You've uh, you've got a you've got an England team that you sent me earlier, but I do want to ask you about that England price at, price at plus one five five on the Bet Rivers money line for the third test. They've got no Ollie Pope, no Jack Leach, Ben Stokes is out, Anderson is either out of Ben Stokes is not fit. Sorry, um, James Anderson is out of form and is likely to be dropped. <clears throat> so you've got players there who would be in first choice eleven. Um, either un- unavailable or not fit. They're 2-0 down. They've had two tight games. I mean, are we not lining up here for a dominant Australia win? Uh, possibly. Um, the only thing I would say is that I, I still think that Australia... I mean, let's, let's look at it. Let's look at it. I mean, Australia Australia set England 370-odd to win that test match, that last test match, and in, at Lords, and England, England got to 340. Uh, and I think the reason England got to 340 is that Lyon wasn't bowling. Um, now, Todd Murphy's a good bowler. I watched him bowl in India, but he's not a wicket-taking bowler. He's more of a he's a typical Victorian bowler that bowls at the MCG. He'll keep it tight. But I think England will probably go after him. I really do. I think England will... will, will, will he's definitely not a Nathan Lyon, and, and that worries me for Australia. Um, so I, I think England have got... So, I think England have got a strong chance here. Um, Ollie Pope's going to be a loss because he's obviously got a shoulder injury. He injured his shoulder in the field. So it looks like Harry Brook will bat three. That does worry me a little bit, especially the way Harry Brook's batted in this series. Batted very gun-ho. Ben Duckett's batted superbly, hasn't he? I mean, surprised both of us. I mean, the only... Disappointing thing, I suppose, Ed, that he didn't score a hundred. I mean, he, he got he got ninety eight and eighty. I, I mean, he didn't get a hundred in the, in the match, but he batted very well. Um, yeah, I mean, arguably you could say, as you said, Ed, that Stokes is playing as a batter now, and I suppose the way he batted at Lords, getting that hundred and fifty. I mean, he should be batting five, shouldn't he? Really, 
So I'm not I'm not too worried about that. So the team of Duckett, uh, Crawley, Harry Brook three, Root four, uh, Stokes five, Bearstow six, and um, Moen Ali at seven. I I don't think that's too bad. Remember as well with Moen Ali. His nemesis would probably be Nathan Lyon. I mean, he's, 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 and I think the fact that they won't have a quality spinner in the side, I think that's probably to Moen Ali's batting advantage. Uh, I've seen a few big prices here. I mean, Bet Rivers are plus 1,800 him to be top run scorer in the first innings. I think that's probably a tad big, bearing in mind he will bat seven, he won't bat eight in this tide. Um, yeah, I mean, as I say, I think England. I, 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 I slightly fancy England because I think the Australian seamers have gone round the park, uh, and and they were given a lifeline by England. They got wickets in the first innings with just basic short ball stuff. I like the fact that Woody's going to be playing for England. I think he'll get head on the back foot. He'll get a lot of the Australians on the back foot. I think that's a good. That's definitely a. Um, a plus point for England. And I wouldn't read too much into the fact that Anderson's not playing because I, I just don't think he's done it really. Yeah. Um, Josh, Josh, uh, Tom, Tom's, uh, Tom's bowled well. I think he's bowled okay. Robinson's bowled okay. Uh, and Broad's bowled okay. So, I mean, as I say, I, I, I don't think, I don't think the bowling attack is um, uh, disadvantaged with Anderson. I never thought I'd say this with Anderson not playing. Yeah. I think Mark Wood right has to play, you know, and mm. Josh Tun's come in and done well, but yeah, you know, long study of form, Wood is your man, and they've got to get him in. The, they've got to win England now, mm. and you know, arguably, have they mucked it about with Wood? Should have played Edge Bass, and we said it, we called it from the start in that series preview. We said Wood would be in that team. The ironic thing about it, fit, the, I think the ironic, yeah, I think he's got a bit of an elbow injury, isn't he? But I think the ironic thing about it, Ed, is that there's been so much short ball bowling in in both Test matches, and especially at Lords, and you would think that would have been right up Mark Woods. I mean, if if Cameron Green can do it, you think it'd be right up Mark Woods' street, wouldn't you? Well, he's the quickest bowler in the world, isn't he, John? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, England have got a weapon; they haven't used him yet. Um, yeah. Just on that point about um, Australia's team lineup, uh, Josh Hazelwood could well come out. He's a player who's come into this series off the back of an injury. Back-to-back tests might be too much for him. Suspect Australia are going to rotate two games on, one off. Uh, so start will play. Uh, Cummins will play the whole series. But Scotty Boland to come back in for you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think um, I think he would have he would have bowled very well at Lords, wouldn't he? Um, and uh, yeah, probably a missed opportunity. But yeah, they was always going to rotate Australia, as you said. Josh Hayeswood hardly played any IPL cricket. Um, Long term out, played played like two or three games for RCB. No first class cricket at all. And he's come into this Test series. I think a lot of people would have thought thought that Bolland would have would have you know stayed in the side, but and he's probably unlucky to be left out, wouldn't he, after the first Test match? But and they they went they went with Stark. I mean Stark Stark will. Or probably go around the park. He's very expensive, but he's got the knack of getting getting key wickets, hasn't he? And he's one, he did it did it in the World Test Championship. Yeah, I think he got Coley a couple of times. He got Coley, and he got key wickets, even though he's been expensive. So I think he'll probably play. And I think if they were to make a, a change to the seamers, I think you're right. I think it'll be Hazelwood for Bolland. 
And I think um, the Victorian Todd Murphy will obviously come in for um, uh, Nathan Lyon, who's out for the series. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that draw. Plus 350 with Bet Rivers' uh, money line. It's a, you know, it's, it's a question of same old story, John. Is it backing England at plus one five five, Australia at plus one two five, and just covering the draw there? Um, yeah, I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen the weather forecast there. It's I mean, fine. Uh, weather yeah, forecast. Weather... I don't have any concerns about the weather forecast yeah, at all. Fine, um, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be taking that on then. I'll be taking that. <laughs> yeah. On. See yeah. Um, I'm just going to shout out some other prices for you from Bet Rivers Futures. Um, it's rather but money lines, etc. We'll look at player markets as well. Um, you mentioned, John, uh, Harry Brook is a guy that you're not particularly sure about. If he does bat at three, we can hang on and wait, see where he's going to bat, wait for that lineup to come through. And we won't expect these prices to change if he is at three, by the way. So over mm-hmm. 30.5 runs, uh, Harry Brook at plus 100 and under 30.5 minus 134. This is first things uh, only. Um, I'd be shorting Brook. Would you not uh, at um, yeah. under 30.5? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was absolutely amazed the way he batted it at Lords, um, especially in the first innings. I mean, it was almost like baseball style, wasn't it? I mean, there was a there was a ball there that Cameron Green bowled to him. That if he'd have got bowled, I, 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 you know, it was just embarrassing. He just played a like a hoik, didn't he? And um, he was just taking on the short ball all the time. Um, obviously, begin given license by Stokes and uh, Baz McCullum. But I just think it looked it looked poor, really, to be honest with you. And especially with Root. I don't, I don't like Root playing like this either. It just looked, I mean, for a guy that scored heavy test runs in a traditional manner, you're talking about a guy that's played 10,000 test runs, whatever he's got, to play like all these like fancy um, reverse um, yeah, reverse laps and all this sort of thing. It just, to me, it looks, I don't, I don't mind other batters doing it, but not it Joe Root. Doesn't need to do it, no. Doesn't need to do it. Doesn't need to do it. And look, there are runs um, all over this Headingley track. It's his home ground. And the key with Headingley, John, for players and punters alike, for pickers alike, uh, really, really important. We always look up at Headingley. This is a very important point. If the sun is out at Headingley, it's make hay time if you're a batter because the ball will just be coming on nicely to the bat and it'll be an absolute road. And there's another point I want to make um, about what that means for the result potentially uh, we could get very variable conditions i see day one could be a little bit murky and overcast so it will be a bowling day but day two weather forecast looks an absolute well you're either at the cricket or you're at the beach uh it's a fantastic day so yeah i mean really... I, yeah sorry when i when i was growing up like you ed i'm, I'm old enough to remember headingly was always a yeah a steamer's paradise wasn't it but it's, it's if you look at the statistics as you said ed it doesn't stand up anymore, does it? As you say, if, if the sun's out, it can be a bit of a road, can't it, Ed? Yeah. So what I suggest you do is keep an eye on that um, sky, that lead sky, when you're watching on TV from Thursday. If it's murky and overcast, in particular, be getting against batters who struggle against the moving ball. So Brook batting at number three, his runs would be a short. I'm not sure Kawaja uh, will go well again. Uh, the minimum... Uh, feet movement continue, continues for him to be looking at going under his runs, maybe David Warner as well if the ball's zipping about um, Smith um, well I think Smith, I don't think Smith is a guy you short uh, regardless but if the sun is out with Smith and he's batting Bet Rivers prices for you over 41.5 first innings plus 100 
We've also got prices for him to score a half century minus 215 first innings uh, or a century in the first innings plus 110. I suspect that plus 110 is not a not very good value, I'm afraid. Um, so that's to score half, a half century plus 110. To score a century, Steve Smith plus 230. Whilst we're on that market, Joe Root plus 240. Um, is that a good ploy? Uh, no, John? I agree. I agree. I mean, if you look back to 2019 when Smith was very dominant, he, he suffered concussion. This was the test match he actually missed, didn't he? He missed heading Lee, and that was the one that where where um where Ben Stokes played the unbelievable innings to get England over the line or when that when defeat looked an absolute certainty. So uh yeah, I mean I, I was very impressed with Smith the way he batted in the last test match. Uh he does look cut and cut above um uh, anyone else in the side. Um the thing about Travis Head, Travis Head seems to play shots. He's very sort of um, you know, his he strike rate is very, very high, isn't it, Ed? And um I think as you said there, with Woody in the side, I, I don't really like Travis Head on the back foot. He looks very, very uh, sceptical with that sort of like half pull that he tries to, you know, pull down to sort of fine leg. He can, he can get caught behind. He doesn't play the short ball particularly well. So I think England will probably target him with Wood. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd be against Travis Head. Uh, I think I think it's very obvious to say, but I'd rather be with, um, especially the way Green played in the last test, I would rather be with uh, Labashain and um, and uh, Smith against the field, really, on the Australian batting lineup. OK, well, Labashain plus 100 for over 31.5 runs first innings. Head going unders at 29.5 will uh, cost you minus one, three, four. Good couple of angles there from uh, John Wright. I just want to go back to those prices um i mentioned about steve smith for clarity to score a half century in the match that was minus 215 uh first innings half century plus 110 and to score a century plus 230 in the match first innings century plus 275 to clear that up for you uh to score a double by the way plus 1100 uh steve smith if the sun is out that's maybe worth a little bit uh, also, returning to that point I made previously about how varied conditions can make for, well, varied performances to, from teams. And if you get the best of conditions at Headingley, either that means you, you bowl first on overcast skies, you knock them over, and then you bat under sunny skies. Well, you can get massive discrepancies. And we have seen some big wins down uh, Headingley. Uh, in previous matches. I mean, Australia should probably have absolutely thumped England the last time they played here. But as you said, John Sto Ben Stokes did something incredible. So Bet Rivers, innings defeat plus 900 does interest me. John, any other players to follow? Whether that be um, player of the match, top wicket takers. I mean, I think we've probably covered the batsmen, haven't we? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you've got to look at the makeup of the England side now. I think they'll be reluctant to bowl with with the four seamers. I mean, if they do play the four seamers, I think they'll be reluctant to bowl Moen Ali in the first innings. I don't think he'll bowl the weight of overs he played he bowled in the first test because he was very expensive, wasn't he? Ed? Even though he got four wickets, I think he went for over 150 runs. I don't think England will want to do that. I think they I think Moen are probably more likely to bowl in the second innings. Uh, so, looking at the England attack there, if you've got Broad and Wood. Um, 
you're probably saying that Robinson's going to bowl a hell of a lot of overs. Uh, he's going to bowl the longer spells. Um, so maybe Robinson at plus 250 to be top wicket taker for England. He's probably a little bit of value. Uh, with Australia, I think you can put a line through, again, for first in wickets, I think you could put a line through Todd Murphy. I mean, I think his price is plus 400. I think that's ridiculously short. I can't see – he's not going to be like a Nathan Lyon and bowl a lot of first innings overs. It just won't happen. And he's not a wicket-taker anyway. So, yeah, I'll be looking, like you said, Ed, I'll be looking at Cummings at plus 225 for me. That looks probably the value for Australia. Um, Stark might get one or two wickets, but could go around the park. Um, and it'd be interesting to see if, whether you say, whether Bolland, Scotty Bolland comes in instead of Josh Hazelwood. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, but Bet Rivers players total wickets innings one Cummins over two and a half minus one two five Robinson over two and a half minus one zero six. Um, I think we've probably gone through most of the market. So we've done batters, we've done bowlers, we've covered the pitch. We've told you it's not going to be a draw. Um, we've given you a strategy there. I think it might be time to go to best picks for Ashes series futures with Bet Rivers or. Third test prices with Bet Rivers. Uh, give us a follow at Because We Win at Jot Run 15 at myself at Cricket Betting across Twitter. John, what are your best two picks on this episode of Bet Rivers Cricket oh, Show? How's that? I think I think England England have been unlucky in the first two test matches. I think England will win here. Uh, I think plus 155 is a good bet. I'm ruling out the draws. So I definitely think there'll be a result. I think we, we skated over it, didn't we, Ed, about the, the sort of like. Um, the way the game was played at Lords, there was a lot of, uh, you know, acrimonious. There was a lot of dispute. I think, I think it will be an electric atmosphere at Headingley. I think the Yorkshire crowd, especially with three Yorkshire players in the side of Bairstow, Brook, and Roots, I think it will be a real raucous atmosphere. I think that's in England's favour. I, and I do like the fact that they haven't. You know, Lions not playing. Um, and I, as I say, I, I don't think it's a disadvantage that Anderson's not playing. So I, I like England at plus 155 to win this test match and I suppose get back into the series, get back into the series, Ed. So that's my main bet. Uh, and as I say, my other bet is probably a little bit speculative, but I think it's just a big price. Um, Moen Ali, um, he'll bat seven, I think plus 1800. He's too big, quite quite considerably too big. I'd only make him about plus a plus a thousand, so I'd have a small bet on that. So Moen Ali top run scorer in the first innings of the Headingley Test match um, for England at plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, Headingley crowd. I think it's going to get nasty. I'm not yeah. sure Australia are going to like it at all. If they were a bit upset by what happened at Lords, well, good luck uh, in Leeds. You know, you don't, you're not out in Leeds when the lights go down. Put it that way. Uh, Stephen Smith plus 1100 to score a double century any time in the match that's one of my picks for you I'm also keeping on that side that innings defeat for somebody uh, let's hope it's Australia uh, because we want this series to be alive we don't want a dead rubber that's plus 900 with Bet Rivers those are my two picks we're back next time on How's That the Bet Fair the Bet Rivers uh, cricket show we'll see you then <laughs>